You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wilde. <laughs> and Barb, you and I have been sitting here and talking for the past hour before the podcast even started because <laughs> we can't handle not seeing each other for more than a week. <laughs> I know. And I have your little voice inside my head all the time. Save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. And I have like <laughs> so many things to talk to you about. And I'm I don't know why I always have this fear that we're going to run out of something to talk <laughs> about, but we don't because yeah, I don't we're think chatterboxes. That's ha- I don't think that's going to happen. I know. It's been um, it's been crazy. The past, like what we've been, we haven't seen each other in over a week and I feel like we've done so much, like so much has happened. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, God, it was nuts. I was in Albuquerque. I went oh yeah. How'd yeah, your trip I go? Went, I went on a trip with Gilby. We went to um, Albuquerque, New Mexico because he had that gig with Kings of Chaos. Right. Um, and they had it at, oh my God, that trip was so crazy. So we flew into New Mexico. We went up a couple days early because we decided that we we're going to rent a bike right. and ride the motorcycle throughout out, through New Mexico because I've never been to New Mexico and Gilby's so been telling me about how, yeah, how beautiful it is. So we flew into New Mexico. We rented a motorcycle from this company called Eagle Riders. So if any of you that are listening and want to take a trip similar to this or want to rent a motorcycle, you can practically rent a motorcycle anywhere from these guys, from Eagle Riders. So That's very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's interesting because a lot of the times we run into people from all over the world that come in and rent motorcycles through them. And um, travel, you know, around the U.S. or wherever. What a cool service. That's great. Yeah, it's really cool. And they were so nice. The trip to New Mexico was actually, to Albuquerque was easy. It's a really short flight from L.A. It was like less than two hours. And we landed there, rented the motorcycle from the guys. Gilby rented um, what's called, I think it's a Road King. Yeah. I think that's what he rented, the Road King, or do we have the Road King and we rented the Road Glide? You know, I always get mixed up, so (laughs) Gilby's going to listen to this and get mad at me. But anyways, it's one of those like bagger bikes, like those big bikes, you know, so that you can relax. But it's funny because like my body is so used to Gilby's bike that from being on a different bike, it's a little different for me, like where the pegs are on, on, you know, where you put your feet right. or the seat back. It's just not as broken in or as comfortable as Gilby's bike, but, but still really cool. So we rented Wait, a motorcycle. back up for one second. I wanted to ask you because I envisioned you being on this bike and I thought to myself, wait a minute, how do you bring five days worth of clothes and makeup? And for me, it would be all about the toiletries. I'd be screwed. What, where do you put all your stuff? I don't. Oh, so you actually do rough it. I rough it. Oh, Believe my. it or not, this little princess over here roughs it. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know about that. No, I brought two pairs of jeans. Okay, so we were gone, yeah, like five days, oh right? My. I was thinking about you going, wait a minute. Where is her suitcase? Because I know you do not travel light usually. I actually do. I'm at, for, actually for as as of a pain in the ass as I am, <laughs> I am very low maintenance uh, when it comes uh, I to am stuff too. like that. I bring like most of the time when I go on a trip, I hate checking my luggage. Me too. Because I always have this enormous fear of someone losing my luggage. So I always take a carry on uh, and that's it. 
I have learned over the years of being on tour, which I'm sure you have, uh-huh. how to pack like a professional. So I take everything I have, I roll it into little balls and shove it into- Well, it's not like your clothes are very big. <laughs> true. I'd be screwed with the toiletries. True, though. true, true, true. Yeah, my clothes are very little. So, <laughs> so true, Barb. Yeah, the toiletries are really what take up the most amount of space because I need all my damn products to, to put myself back together again. The Humpty Dumpty needs to be put together. But the clothes are always really small. So I took two pairs of jeans for five days. Okay. So yeah, I was stinky and dirty. But um, I bring like bathing suits and bikini tops because it's so freaking hot on these rides. And I bring like little t-shirts. I bring like, I wear my boots so I don't have to pack those because right. that's the biggest that would be item. The, totally. And I wear my jacket on the plane. But then, you know, we do have saddlebags on each, you know, on each right, side of the right. bike. So I, that's really all I bring is like two pairs of jeans. I, it uh, just occurred to me when I saw your Instagram. Instagram stories and I was like, wait a minute, where's your stuff? <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be flying my bag to the hotel and have it waiting for me when I got there. I that, don't know that's if I a could... really good idea, but then I wouldn't know where to put everything. You know what we did was we took a carry-on, right. one carry-on for the two of us. We shoved everything into that carry-on. And then when we got to Eagle Riders, we asked them if we could leave our, our little carry-on oh, cool. there and we emptied it into our saddlebags. Makes sense. So that's what we did. Sorry, I, I digressed there. I had to I had to I had to know the answer to that question. Yeah, no, we're very crafty actually when it comes to all that kind of stuff. So we just shoved everything like he put everything in his saddlebags and he doesn't bring anything. And hence, you know, dirty musicians. Yeah. Um, and then I don't bring much and I put everything into I just put my jacket really and the extra pair of jeans and some, you know, panties and that's right. it into right. my saddlebag <laughs> and then my products. So we rode the first day, I pretty much every day we rode like six to eight hours a day. Wow. Yeah. So the first day we got the bike and then we we rode to Gilby really wanted me to see Taos. So we rode from Albuquerque to Taos, which is beautiful and like a beautiful so little pretty. town. But it was so freaking hot, Barb. We rode from Albuquerque to Taos, from Taos to Santa Fe. And uh, we spent the night in Santa Fe, which is really cute. Super um, cute. Cute little town. We stayed at this really old um, hotel. And everything Aww. there just looks very, you know, southwestern. Totally. And so cute. And we walked around the little town. We got something to eat, spent the night. And then the next morning, we left Santa Fe. And we went to this another really cute little coal mining ghost town called Madrid, which is spelled just like Madrid. Oh, wow. <laughs> Madrid, Spain. Yeah. Spelled the same way, but not pronounced the same. But really cute little ghost town. And we went there and we decided we were going to go have lunch there at the famous Meg's Diner which mm-hmm. is um, in a movie called Wild Hogs. Oh, did you wow. ever see Wild no, Hogs? No, I did not. So it's like a little cute biker film. It's funny. Um, and uh, a lot of it takes place in this little diner, which happens to be in Madrid. So Gilby and I were like, let's go there. We'll go to a, a Wild Hogs diner where they filmed it and we'll have lunch. And Sounds like it's right up his alley. Right? So we <laughs> yeah. get there and it's like this really cute little town. I mean, just adorable. It's one street. That's so cool. And um, so we hop off the bikes. And we run into the Wild Hogs Diner <laughs> just to find out that it's not really a diner, but a little biker shop. 
they sell like, you know, t-shirts and patches and bandanas and I don't know, shot glasses. Wow. So what did you end up eating? (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, where's the diner? I want to eat something. I'm starving. And the lady there said, you know, it's not it was only a diner for the movie. Wow. And that the whole place was built for the Wild Hogs movie. It was built as a set, the diner. That's so and it interesting. never really was a diner. It Amazing. was just a diner for the movies. So heads up to anybody heading out there wanting to go to the diner to have some, <laughs> <laughs> some lunch. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so uh, we went to some other little place that was nearby and got, you know, burgers and whatever and that's a thing when you go on the road to these little places and you come from california it's so funny because there's no hope in your salad your (laughs) food requirements are not met if you're vegan if you're a picky eater like most californians are we want everything on the side we want the dressing on the side you don't want this you don't want that forget about it when you're on the road the best is when they look at you and you're about to order if if you're not ordering at the counter it would the best is the the three heads you have when they look at you like yes. do not even ask like yeah. you can't even possibly ask it's just I'm always just like you know what let's just go to a truck stop I'll get a candy bar Snickers <laughs> and a and a bottle of water and I'm I'm good to go because which it's, that's no different from your everyday lunch true but. very true <laughs> but um, which actually remind me to talk to you about that. <laughs> Please don't uh, tell me you found out that chocolate is bad for you because I'm not even going to listen. No, on the contrary, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you about that. So, yeah. So, I, I Gilby always gives me the dirtiest looks because the waitress like will come up to me and be like, hey, what can I get you, hon? And I'm like, do you have any veggie burgers? And can you hold this and hold that? He's like, Daniela. <laughs> Just order a burger. Okay? Exactly. Just when order in Rome, a Barb. Burger. If you don't want the meat, take the meat off the take the patty off the bun, but don't start with them. Just don't start with them, Daniela. And so I always have to like, you know, just get whatever they give me. But it was so hot. Oh my God, Barb. It was uh, you know me. I love the heat. But it was 105 degrees that particular week. And you're sitting on the back of the bike. You're sitting on the back of the bike. The sun is just beating on you. You cannot get away from it. But not only is the sun beating on you, but the heat is permeating from the road. Right. Yeah. And then you've got the heat from the motorcycle coming at you. I freaking felt like I was in a convectionary oven. I felt like I was being cooked. There were so many moments where I was like, Gilby... We have to pull over. I need ice. I need air conditioning. I need an icy. I need 7-Eleven and I need it now. Right. Totally. <laughs> it was so hot. And it, it's strange because like I can't, I don't do as well with the heat as I used to. Like as much as I love it, yeah. I need like a little break sometimes from it. And I was so hot. We pull in. Oh, my God, Barb. So we pull into this gas station. I'm wearing a white, like, bodysuit, bathing suit, by the way. It was Norma Kamali, so I wasn't really as roughing it as I appeared. (laughs) I love Norma Kamali. The best. The best. Yeah. She was so big, you know, um, the designer was so big in, like, the 70s and 80s, but lately she's been making some killer shit. And it's so great because it's... A lot of it's unisex, and it it's so flattering to a woman's body. Yes, in in every I mean in every I wore Norma Kamali to my daughter's wedding. Yes, it's just yeah. I love her stuff. Really good stuff, and she makes these like 
bodysuits that are like, you know, bathing suit, bodysuit type yeah. things, which I love to wear on the bike because Gilby's like, how do girls wear bodysuits on a motorcycle? Doesn't that thing ride up your ass? <laughs> He's like, what is We're like, point? we're used to it. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I am so used to it. I'm so used to things being abusive on my ass on the motorcycle. Don't worry about it. But- like I have learned because like on the motorcycle, when you're riding it for so long, I've learned to actually stand up on the bike oh, and stretch my legs out because my legs cramp, my, my Six butt to hurts. Six eight hours, I can't even imagine. Yeah. yeah, I cramp and my butt hurts and I just need to stretch out. So I've learned how to like just kind of balance myself and stand up on the pegs and just kind of straighten out for a second. Right. I always feel sorry for the people behind me of what view they're getting, <laughs> but... <laughs> But well, too bad. Um, probably a bodysuit saves you in those instances, though. Yeah, because it's hiked way up. Yeah. We pull up to this uh, gas station, and I was so hot. I was dying. I took a bottle of ice water that we got inside and then just dumped it over my head. And that's why I like to wear <laughs> bodysuit bathing suits. Right. Because I can get them wet. Right. So I dump it over my head and then uh, ride with wet hair because it, it helps me. Right. But anyways, so we we did all that riding, and then we finally ended up the next day at the resort that we were staying at for the band. It was called the Inn of the Mountain Gods. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's a new venue, right? I don't think it's that new. Is it new? I don't know. Zach was I saying think it's that it's been he, around a while. Is it a casino as well? It's a casino. It yeah. I think it's or it, maybe it was reopening. Yeah, because Zach maybe. was saying like he knew a lot of people that were talking about it. Yeah. It's like a happening new venue. It was really funny because D. Snyder was on the bill for it. Okay, so this was he a is show such that, a funny. Oh my gentleman. god, he's funny. All the guys that were on the show, the Kings of Chaos show that played um, that night, it was D. Snyder from Twisted Sister, Gilby, and it was Matt Sorum couldn't do it, even though it's his gig. Instead of Matt Sorum, it was Kenny Aronoff, which is. He's an amazing drummer. Played with absolutely everybody. Amazing. And uh, James Lomenzo played bass. Great bassist. Uh, Warren Martini, who I love him. He's he's so fun. From Rat, played uh, guitar with Gilby. And then Great they guitarist. had, yeah, and they had Robin Zander, who is like my fave. Still easy on the eyes. Oh my God. You know, on the that ears. man, he is easy on the eyes, easy on the ears. Yeah, he's, he's sweet. His singing is so great. He's so sweet. I love that family so much. You know, obviously the lead singer for uh, Cheap Trick. And then they had uh, Jack Blades from um, uh, Night Ranger. Oh, right. Who also did some songs as well. So it was a real treat to everybody that came. They got to hear songs from Twisted Sister, from Night Ranger, and from Rat, and from uh, Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. It was it was really fun. And then they did a jam. They played Rolling Stones. They played all kinds of Beatles, and they did all kinds of really cool stuff. And it was just so fun. And the property itself where the resort was is on this lake, which is just gorgeous. The lake is so beautiful. That's where you posted the photos from. Beautiful. It was beautiful. This gorgeous lake. Our room had a view of the lake and the stage. So essentially, if I got lazy, I could just sit on my balcony and watch the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Watch the show from there. But I didn't, of course. And then across the way, there was like this patch of like forestry, this land and all this forest. And there were wild horses there, which come to find out there's only six packs of wild horses left 
I think, in the United States. Wow. So we got to see one of them, which was so cool to see oh, that's wild horses. So amazing. Yeah, it was really, really cool. And so they played the show. It was, it, it, and it was like, you know, the first show back since the pandemic. And it was really cool. It was crowded. There were a lot of people there. It was all people outside. People are super excited safe. to see shows. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a great show. The guys put on a hell of a show. Um, it was so fun. I watched them do their sound check, and then I watched them, you know, do the actual show because I just loved the opportunity to um, witness and hear live music again. So yeah. it was really, really fun. And then after the show, one of the suites down on the ground floor was our green room. And after the show, we all kind of just sat around and were telling war stories of being How on fun. the road. And it was so fun. I always that's always like my favorite part. Me too. It's yours too. When right? Zach does experience Hendrix and and Generation X, well, Generation X if Ingve is allowing women. Um, but but <laughs> that uh, oh god. Experience Hendrix is so fun because everyone brings their families and it's like a big high school reunion when they all get together and when we're all backstage because everyone does like two or three songs. Right. So when we're all together, it's just the greatest time. It's I so love much it. fun. It's like yeah. my favorite time of the night is when we're all sitting in like the backstage or green room or whatever it is, and everybody is just talking and it's just it's the so war good. stories are so hilarious and we were sitting there and we we're all just chit-chatting the singers always leave first because they want to rest their voices they don't want to like right. hang out and talk too much right so like uh you know robin and by the way i don't know if you've ever met pam zander robin's I wife haven't. she is divine you would absolutely love her we should have her on the show yes we should and i t asked her and she said she would love to do it oh, unfortunately good. they live in florida so we would have to do it remotely. oh it would be so terrible if we had to go to florida on a trip or we could go to florida part <laughs> you're a genius yes you're an absolute to. genius we, we are a traveling them. show you know yes let's do it <laughs> I, I you know what we do need to do a girl's trip and that would be so much fun sounds like a plan to you me would love Pam. She's absolutely lovely and gorgeous. And she, um, I think she was a Playboy bunny at some point. Yeah, I think she was. I think she was a Playboy bunny. Hot little body. Should super be some cute. fun stories. Oh my God. She has a ton of stories. She's so fun. And I said to her, I go, I, Barb and I would love to have you. And she's like, I would love to do it. So she's super fun. They've been married since 85 also. So wow. they've been together a really long time. They've got two kids together. Do you know that both their kids are named Robin? No, I did not so know So Robin Zander has two kids named Robin as Interesting. well. <laughs> her theory was that they when... they didn't want to pick favorites. Yeah, and her theory was, you know, when she calls Robin... They'll all come running. So <laughs> that saves you some uh, some yelling, right? Some, yeah, you don't have to yell. You don't have to scream. You have to scream like you know. Oh my god, my kids are. Names. I always call them by the wrong name, and my mother used to do that to us. And Sabbath will always say to me, "Mom, I'm not Hendrix. I'm Sabbath." <laughs> and and Sa Hendrix will go, "Don't worry, she does it to me too." Like it, it is funny because when you have more than it does yeah, save you from calling them the wrong name. You. It saves you. So, uh, and I also met Dee's wife. Oh, she's really cool. I have met yeah, Suzette. Yeah. Suzette before. Yeah. So she was really cool. All, she walks in freaking all dressed up, head to toe leather, like leather bustier with like studs and shit all over it and uh, leather pants. I mean, like all rocked up. Very cute. And she's also teeny tiny, the size yeah, yeah. of our pinky finger. Yeah. 
but very big personality. You know, mm-hmm. she was like, uh, yeah, I saw you riding into town on the back of the bike. You ride bitch, huh? You don't ride your own motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, we got to have her on Honest AF. She's uh, funny. I-, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't ride my own bike. I ride on the back. I take in the view. She's like, I don't ride bitch. I ride my own bike. I'm all, oh, I remember hell. on their when they had their reality TV show. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She has a huge personality. Very cool. huge personality. Yeah. Uh, so that was really freaking funny. But what what doesn't get lost on me is that that time, you know, where we're all sitting there talking because we're sitting there all chit chatting and the guys, some of the, the singers left, Robin left, uh, D left and then uh, Jack left. And I guess they all leave early. They don't want to do the the sit and chat because it, singers like to rest their voices. Definitely. So we're all just sitting here and some of the crew was there and we're all sitting and t- telling tons of stories. And I happened to notice that there were a couple fans just sitting outside the door and the door was open and they were just sitting there for the longest time. And I thought, I wonder if, do they need a picture or do they need an autograph or, you know, so all I right. went out there and I was like, Hey guys, what's up? And they're like, oh, nothing. We're just listening. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do you guys need a picture of the guys or anything? They're like, no, we're just listening. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. They're like, we're listening to the stories because they're so fun and we're just enjoying the stories. That's great. And I thought, you know, I am so lucky. Like, we're lucky. Without a doubt. We're lucky. We get to hear all these incredible stories. I mean, they were talking about, because like Kenny Aronoff and, uh, you know, they've, done these gigs with like Ringo Starr and they've done you know I mean he's played with absolutely everybody everybody's played with everybody and so the stories going back and forth are so cool and fun and the fact that some of them remember every detail is just so impressive to me because my memory is so sorted so that doesn't go lost on me you know at all I do appreciate it and I and I think it's just we are so it is a very very intimate club that we belong to and it's, it's funny because Zach was talking about this yesterday and he said that whenever he does a show whether it be with Ozzy or Experience Hendrix or Generation X or with Black Label Society, he always kind of gets in his head that he puts on a show and he takes it all in as if it were the last show yeah. so that he could really savor it because he said he never takes it for granted. And I thought that was interesting coming from him because this is a guy that does, you know, at least 200 shows a year, minimally, you know, 200 to 300 shows a year, Yeah, you know, in all fairness to him between all the different entities. And he was saying like, he really does look at it like he clocks it. And he said like for, for a minute, he'll say, you know, like, I'm going to remember this because who knows if it's going to happen again. Like this is an, an experience that not many people will ever have in their life. You no, know? and he's right. And it's so great that he, yeah. he had just said this to me yesterday, actually. How really funny, weird. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, it, it, it's such a cool thing. Like I was just sitting there listening to all the stories and watching the, you know, the couple that was outside listening and, and laughing and, you know, I was like, wow, this is this how is lucky like, they were, huh? Yeah. That, you know, be there in that moment. It's yeah. Cool. And then I was like, you know, you guys should just come in, you know, just, you know, <laughs> be a part of it. So they did. And they were it, and it was Sweet. so funny. And, you know, I was talking to uh, Warren Demartini a lot. And it's funny because he was telling me how he started playing guitar. And he's just such an amazing guitar player. He is incredible. Yeah. And um, 
he was telling me that he was a surfer when he was a kid. He like grew up in San Diego, loved to surf. And he was asking me a million questions about surfing because I'm from, I grew up in South Africa and Jeffrey's Bay in South Africa was a really very famous right. surf spot. So, and where me and my girlfriends used to want to go and hang out so we can meet all the American boys that were surfing there. Oh, interesting. Um, so he was asking me all about that and showing me pictures of beaches and talking to me, talking to me about swells. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, I don't know anything about any of that shit. I was just going to see the cute guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know anything about swells or beaches or I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Pipelines. I have no idea what you're talking about. But anyway, I acted interested. I'm very good at acting interested. <laughs> but um, he was telling me that he grew up surfing and he was a surfer boy. He still is. He loves surfing so much and he's so into it. But he was in a bicycle accident when he was a kid. Wow. He was like 15 years old and he was in a bike accident and he was all laid up in bed. And someone got him a guitar and said, here. This is something you wow. can do in bed. And that's how he learned how to play guitar. That's an incredible story. That's amazing. Being, you know, laid up in bed for so long. So because he had all these broken bones. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, wow. So yeah, it was really cool. So, anyways, so it was just a, an interesting uh little uh conversation having with Warren and the guys and just a, you know, that's a, great. I'm glad you guys time. had such a great time, and it sounds like the show was amazing. Yeah, and it was really fun. It was fun to just kind of get out for a little bit, even if it's and, just for a couple of days. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it was really fun, and it seemed everything seemed super normal. You know, like everybody was just enjoying themselves, uh, listening to music, right. having a good time. You know, riding around the towns and stuff. Still, the towns were closing early. Some of the shops weren't open yet. You know, things like that. You did see people still wearing masks and right. things like that. But other than that, it seemed it was just great to kind of get out. And, and we are lucky that, you know, we ride and can do that, you know, without a doubt. So it was really fun. And then you get back from that and it was just cra I got back from that. And it was absolute craziness. It was like the next thing I knew we had a birthday party to go to the next day. And then right after that, there was, you know, Father's Day. Right. And it was just madness. By the way. Have you uh, tried to get an Uber from LAX? Not since they re... Well, first of all, they're in the middle of all that horrific construction. So if anybody's listening to us and they are planning on flying to California, try to do whatever you can to go to any alternate airport, at least until this construction is done from 2022, because it is insanity at that airport right Absolutely. now. To get an Uber, you kind of need... To like walk two miles. No, no. It is a mess. It I is know. absolutely horrible. It took me normally because uh, I flew separately from Gilby. So I didn't have a car picking me up. So I was like, oh. and he said to me, do you want a car to pick you up? Whatever. I said, no, no, no. I'll just Uber. Because they can't drop you off. It is. And they can't pick you up. Absolutely right. horrible. They I can know. drop you off, but they cannot pick you up right. at the airport. Right. So what happens is when you land, you have to then walk over to this area where a shuttle picks you up, takes you to this other <laughs> parking lot. And then I at know. the parking lot, you have to wait for your Uber. So I landed a flight that took me less than two hours to arrive at the airport, but it took me over two hours to get home because of the whole Uber debacle. Oh my God. It, it took me maybe five years after sobriety to get Zach to be able to travel by himself. Yeah. And then 
when I was like, oh, great, I don't have to take him to LAX anymore. I don't have to pick him up. Trying to navigate him getting an Uber before the construction. I cannot even it imagine. It was like he would call me and be yelling at me. It was like the Honeymooners episode. I can't find this. Zach, look at your phone on the GPS. How would you even Make, begin to tell him Oh, to my that? God. I, I got to the point where I was just, I, I would call his guitar tech and be like, Steve, do me a favor. Go find Zach. He's somewhere <laughs> in Terminal A. Please help him get to, he's like, don't worry, Barb, I got it. I'll, I'll, oh. I'll personally get him in my car with my wife. We'll drive him. I'm like, oh Lord. So I, I mean, I will do anything. When we just went to Cabo, yeah. we drove ourselves to the airport um, because it's just way too hard to navigate someone coming up to the house to take us. And there are no direct flights to, to Cabo yeah, from Burbank. Yeah, because you guys do live like out. We, I mean, we we have there. a couple of drivers that know where we yeah, are and are yeah. cool with it. But anyway, just to make things easier, if I could drive us and we're only going for, you know, five days or less, I'll park and yeah, we'll, you can leave we'll drive ourselves. There. Yeah. But all, there's like a quarter of the parking that there normally is. Yeah. Because they're making that, they're going to make like a monorail that's going to go yes. all the way around. And I guess at some point it's going to be fantastic. But right now, oh my God. It is horrible. I mean, it literally took me like uh, two and a half hours to get home from when I landed because it was. And it's one of the busiest airports pain. in the world. And it yeah. is, I mean, it would be nice if they, if they didn't do anything for like, 70 years and then they decide to do the whole thing at one time like not like they're just working on terminal a yeah. and the next phase is terminal b no they're doing the entire airport yeah. including yeah. international which was a nightmare already at the same time oh my god i would fly into burbank any 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 time but um burbank didn't have any direct flights from um Albuquerque. So I know I it's crazy, right? They need yeah. to they need to get some more uh, locations on their roster. I wonder if it's all got to do with COVID because I've been hearing a lot of airlines have been canceling flights because they don't have enough uh, staff and you know whatever. So, but yeah, that was that was a real pain in the butt. <laughs> and then you, oh my goodness, <laughs> well, you I and did I not were have to record, and then we couldn't. I had an exciting week, but it was not the good kind of exciting. It no. was, I mean, I was fortunate enough to have our vacation. Two weeks ago, so I, I guess you know, I got it in. So I had to have all Mercury retrograde hit me at the same time. So uh, Hendrix came home from college for the summer, and I thought I was going to have to go down to Irvine and pack him all up and help him, like you know, I've done with yeah. my other two children. But he decided to do it in two trips, and he did it all himself. So I was like, oh, it's so sweet. Like this kid, like moved himself out of college all by himself, but he came home and he just literally dumped everything from his dorm room in his bedroom. And so I said, you know what? The least I could do now is help him navigate this whole situation since he moved himself out. So I'm in his closet and I'm, this is the Such first thing that mom. happened. Oh, well, I'm in his closet and I'm trying to reorganize everything that was just like thrown in there from two boys to be able to store the stuff that he's going to need for a couple of months before he goes back. And I was moving something and Hendrix goes, mom, you can't move that there because there's not enough clearance. And I said, like, oh, there is. And I went to get up and I literally oh, smashed yeah, yeah, my yeah. head in the divider of the closet. And it was, I kid you not, I'll show you in the light. You'll be able to see a little better, but I see it was right an indent. It literally was a, a, a complete concave 
part of my skull. My whole forehead was like inward and he didn't say anything. And I'm like, as a mom, when you don't say anything, it's usually really bad. And he looked at me and he goes, um, mom, you might want to look in the mirror and see what's going on. And I was like, do I need stitches? Because, you know, sometimes when you get a cut really bad, it takes a few seconds for the bleeding. Yeah. Um, it, and I looked in the mirror and I was like, it was literally like an inch. Oh my gosh. Inward in my head. So I go out to the garage to Zach and I'm like, Zach, do you think that I'm going to need stitches? Like, should I go to the ER? And he looked at me and he goes, call your plastic surgeon. And I go, what? He goes, no, I'm not kidding. How do you fix a dent? You have a dent in your head. Your your skull is, <laughs> he's like, I think you broke your skull. Oh it my was God. that, it was, it was so crazy. So fortunately I have this amazing doctor who's like, Dr. Kara Minokian from Care Plastic Surgery, who we're going to have as a guest. He is the best scar revisionist, plastic surgeon, closer. I mean, he does many, many things, but he is gifted in scar revision and everything. So I called him. Fortunately, I have another doctor that I have his cell phone that I was able to text him. Your and I'm list texting. of doctors <laughs> in your phone must be... Uh, it's hysterical. And I really haven't done much it to must rival the medical boards I list. think they just, I don't know what it is about me. Maybe it's just because I speak their language. I don't know. But... I sent him, he goes, send me photos. Can you send me photos? I, so I texted him some photos and he's like, yeah, he goes, there's not, he goes, you're not going to need stitches, but what you need to do is rub it so that it'll start to pop back out and put ice on it and then come see me tomorrow. Cause you are going to have a little bit of bleeding there, but you, you're not, you don't need stitches. So I went and saw him. He gave me some kind of special silver something or other medication to put on it. Oh, is it that silver? Silver uh, something something that, something that stuff is amazing it's, it's such a good healing um it kept me he, shit i wish i remembered his, what it was called what he said was it unbrides the skin so that it can't marry itself like and cause a scar mm. it can't like overlap yeah so i put that on it was very beautiful by the way it really looks like a sight he's like you're just going home right i'm like yeah he's like i'm just gonna <laughs> gob it on you i'm like fabulous. He went home so like Frankenstein. I, oh my God. But he said, you know, he wanted to make sure I didn't have a concussion, concussion. or anything because yeah, it was, yeah, it was sure. really bad. And then after it came out, I had this huge egg and my sister was, she came over and she's like, Oh, you, you said around up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rolling around on his chair with rollers in the garage and you can hear it. So there. funny. Crocs being all quiet, but we've got background noise from Gilby. So it turned out that I just had a big egg on my head and I was fine with that. So that was on Thursday night into Friday. So then Father's Day comes. Right. And, you know, when Haley Ray and Jesse were little, our oldest two were really little, Zach used to take our son with him to Guitar Center all the time on Sunset. And there's this little burger joint called Carney's. It's in an old train car. I have There's, a story about that Carney's. Okay, well, you, we'll have to have you share. <laughs> but it became this thing that Zach I did with it. Jesse. And so one time, Haley Ray and I were with Zach and we were going to go to Carney's and Jesse was like, he was like four or five years old. And he was like, no, this is a place for fathers and sons. No girls allowed so it became like this thing. So every once in a while on one of their birthdays or on Zach's birthday, he's like, I want to take the boys and just go to Carney's. And now that Zach has my three sons, he was just like, you know what? We need to go because we haven't really taken Sabbath. And so 
um, Haley Ray had to go to her in-laws for Father's Day. So it was just Zach and the boys and they all went to Carney's for Father's Day. So I was like, oh, this is great. I could ice my head. I can chill. They come home. We'll be able to hang out. They had a great time. They did their father and son thing. Jesse made them all get T-shirts, which you would think it was Zach who made them do that. No, it was Jesse. Jesse's as corny as his father. And they they got their T-shirts and they ate their burgers and they had a grand all time. They come home and Sabbath says, you know, let's go in the pool because Zach throws the football for him while he dives in the pool and catches it and makes me like totally neurotic. I'm well, like, you should be you should be like numb to all that at this point with all you the would boys think, you have. You would think, and Zach, Zach is and usually the boys, you should be numb to that kind of stuff. He's usually not a daredevil. Zach is actually more conservative with that stuff than I am. But with the pool, I get worried that they're gonna, oh, yeah. you know, Slip they're they're something. gonna hit their head or yeah, something. Yeah. But anyway, so they were doing that, and our bulldog who is whole just lot of a Rosie. whole lot of Rosie. She is such a sweetheart, but she loves people, doesn't like many other animals. And she particular, in particular does not care for the female dogs in the family. And the little pug, she thinks she is queen shit of our house and she will instigate. So Zach has the bulldog out in the backyard on a lead so that she's like in her own little world and she's not bothering anybody. And Zach made the mistake of petting her and his other bitch saw out of the corner of her eye, Zach was giving some love to the bulldog. She comes running out of nowhere and she goes to start a fight with the bulldog. They're like going at it. And Zach's like, Barb, get the pug, get Bella. Rosie's going to eat her. Get the dog. So it's like, was a nice, serene day. Now it's like major chaos and drama. The dogs are going crazy with each other. So I get the pug away from Zach and, and the bulldog. And I'm just about to bring her into the house. And she gets away from me and goes back. I go to get her and Zach kicks back and he donkey kicks me right in the face. Stop! it kid you not barb stop it after i already just have like a divot and a, a, a an no actual, you have nose, been abused my nose my chin my face is my my nose is like across my face i'm like i'm gonna need to have my nose done stop it my nose is broken for sure it starts bleeding oh. i run in the house now i've got ice pack on the top of my head and the, my whole my cheek my nose my chin swollen purple the whole bit Zach comes in and he goes, when's the last time I had a rabies shot? I go, you've never had a rabies shot. Our dogs have had their shots. You're good. He goes, well, because the bulldog ended up biting him because he was holding her. A dog fight. Yeah. I go, but I don't remember the last time you've had a tetanus shot. You know, he doesn't really punch holes in walls since he's sober. So he's been sober 12 years. I'm like, you probably are due for a tetanus shot. So the next day. He needs a tetanus shot that we call his, the doctor and the doctor's like, no, get him one preemptively. Put that silver shit that you have on your yeah. head on his hand. The bite will be fine, but he needs a, a tetanus shot. So we go to Walgreens the next morning, get the tetanus shot. And the, the, the pharmacist says, you know, while you guys are here, you guys are due for the shingles vaccine. You've never had it. I said, sure. Do the shingles <laughs> vaccine. We each get the shingles vaccine. You are a glutton for punishment. Holy cow. When I tell you, I cannot recall ever being as sick as I was the day after that shingles vaccine. I I heard it's a doozy. 
When not you told only could me we that's not what you did, lift I was our like, arms up. And Zach's like has one shot in each arm. And the detap is not so fun on the muscle either. So Zach's like, good thing I'm not doing a show because I can't move my arms. And he really never complains. Like he could literally be losing a limb and he's yeah. not going to tell me yeah. unless I see him dragging it behind him. He was like, do you feel like you got the flu? Like, are you like, I'm like, Zach, I am so sick. I'm going back to bed. I was running a fever. I was so sick. I called the pharmacist. I'm like, am I supposed to be this sick or am I supposed to call you and say I, I have a severe reaction? You. Well, he did say, oh, you'll have some muscle soreness. The shingle shot, you definitely have muscle soreness. I called the, the pharmacist and I'm like, I don't know if this is a severe reaction, but I literally, I am, I can't remember ever being this sick in my life. And he, I said, maybe I'm having an allergic reaction or something. And he's like, no, he goes, that would have just meant that if you would have gotten shingles, you may have been that, you know, 1% that would actually die from it. He's like, you would have had a severe, oh, severe case. Hell. And he said, did you have a severe case of chicken pox when you were a kid? And I was like, yeah, actually I was hospitalized when I was a kid because I got them all down my throat. Oh. and couldn't eat and had to have IV oh. and everything. And he's like, that's why you had such a severe reaction. But Zach was sick too, but nowhere near as bad as... I so that has been my week. My Wait, week how has long been did it take for you to get sick from the time you took the shot? Muscle soreness pretty much immediately. And then I read online everywhere to bring an ice pack with you and to put it on literally immediately after you have the vaccine. Oh. Um, we didn't know that because it was like a yeah. spontaneous, oh yeah, while you're giving him the Well, that's good to know because they tell you the minute you turn 50 that everybody needs a shingles vaccine. Well, because it is, it is life-threatening if you get it after 50. And yeah. if you've had... Chicken pox. chicken pox you're really in you and it's very communicable so yeah. it's it's really you should get it so here's um, our psa the honest AF oh my PSA. god and then you have to <laughs> get another one two shot. months later stop I'm it like, you do you have to get, you have a, to get two uh, or would you get sick on the second one too he said it's a 40 percent chance which means oh. i will be sick for sure there's no doubt about for it fuck's so sake. i mean I'll bring an ice pack with me, but yeah. So I mean, we're gonna start glowing that has in the been dark my here. I've I've had a flu shot. <laughs> I've had a COVID a vaccine, and now I'm gonna get a shingles vaccine. Yep. I mean, I'm seriously. You're gonna be able to find me in the woods. <laughs> Zach said to me, "What are you doing to me? Why do I have to have all these shots?" I'm like, "You have to. You're gonna be on a tour bus with all these guys. You're gonna be in other countries. You're gonna be around." He's like, "Okay." Between me and the hematologist, poor Zach. We're all like, you have to do this. You have to do that. He's oh like, oh my God. Okay. But it Jeez was, Louise. so I had a week from, you know. Yeah. You did not have such oh a fun my week. Goodness. But hideous. Yeah, I'm but, okay. So I saw, I took a picture of this <clears throat> because who knew Zach was such a genius? Oh gosh. But please, um, please. I Well, you know, we're lucky. He doesn't listen because he loves when he hears those things from you. Okay. So there's been <laughs> a study about chocolate. Oh, and there's a study that chocolate is very good in postmenopausal women for oh. postmenopausal women. A hundred grams may help with like if you have a couple pieces of chocolate every day, um, it may help with reducing hunger and appetite, lowering and fasting blood glucose and improving gut health and improving sleep. Maybe that's why I skate through with no issues. Yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, honestly. And it's milk chocolate in particular. Ooh. Now so that I've never heard. Because I only like dark chocolate. But I, um, My favorite is white chocolate, which 
technically so the study isn't really is chocolate, that but eating chocolate may improve your health if you are postmenopause. So you can thank your husband. I mean, that every is, single night I thought of you right away when I saw that on my pillow, like we're in a hotel, and he'll leave me some sort of devious note. Like obviously, there he's thinking he's getting rewards for this chocolate that he leaves on my p- pillow every night. <laughs> but he he does. He'll fill up a champagne glass or a shot glass, or he sent me a That's present the other romantic, day. Very romantic, Barb. That very sweet. That part of it is. But yeah. so I get this present from him the other day. I'm like, oh, this is exciting. And it's in a long box. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be some sort of vibrator or something. He probably ordered me something. <laughs> and I'm opening it. And I'm like, no, it's like, it's not brown bagged. It's a, it's an actual product. I open it up and it's a travel coffee thermos with him on it. It's his <laughs> picture. I thought wrapped it was going to be a chocolate dildo. The, it's wrapped <laughs> around the entire mug is Zach. I'm like, oh, this is lovely, babe. Did you get this for like an example for merch? He's like, no, I thought you would really love this because now you don't have to, because he insists we have our coffee together in the morning that he's like, we have to have our coffee date in the morning. And so now he's like, this way, if you're busy and you're on the road, I'm still with you having coffee in the morning. I I'm mean, like, that is just what you wanted. <laughs> oh he is hysterical. I thought for sure it was going to be like a chocolate. No, it was just Zach like on a coffee mug. Speaking of which, so going back to your story, that Zach, he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's a genius, that man. Um, I still love that he wakes you up every morning and looks at you and goes, you're the lucky one. You're the lucky winner. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but uh, going back really quick to your Carney story, the reason why that was funny to me was because Carney's on Sunset Boulevard. Years ago, when I was with my modeling agency, my modeling agency was right next door to Carney's on Sunset. I know exactly where that's the one that told me when I walked in, why can't you be 5'8"? And I said, <laughs> well, I can't because I'm not. And that's never, I mean, I was just like, this is the funniest well, thing Well, I wasn't 5'8 either, but at the time, um, you've it got was a- the, the, you know, Kate Moss era where they liked um, petite yeah. um, models. So anyway, so the agency was right next door. So I used to go and see my agent and deal with that stuff. And then sometimes I'd go next door to Carney's. Um, and one of the things that I loved about it is they have these chocolate dipped bananas. bananas. The frozen oh, bananas yeah, are frozen so Frozen bananas good. dipped in chocolate mm. and you can get them dipped in nuts too. They were the bomb diggity. And so I would go in there and then I guess <laughs> word on the street was. Oh dear <laughs> word Lord. Word on the street was. <laughs> I know where this is going, Daniela. That if any of the models wanted uh, a frozen chocolate dipped banana from Carney's, <laughs> if you took the first bite in front of the guys, you'd get them for free. <laughs> of course you will. And if you're walking down Sunset doing that, you're probably causing all kinds of car accidents. Or you're getting arrested for prostitution. But that Oh, that is my, so um, funny. Yeah. So it was always like, oh, you could go to Carney's and if you take the first bite, you can get your frozen banana. That is the, that is so funny. Yeah. No, yeah. They're, they're, they still have the frozen bananas. They I'm do. not allowed to go there often. It has to be when the boys are around but it is um, i love carnies yeah the, the kids love it so and, and it was funny because hendrix has never he's always kind of had an aversion to beef like just naturally and they've got great garden burgers that's well, what i and they um they have chicken now yeah. they have others and fries you know you can't yeah. go wrong with fries no, so the they're fries all good, good. sabbath and jesse and and zach they were all about it zach was like you know thank god it was on sunday when it's usually he has his carbonara cheat days that's he wants pasta carbonara pasta every sunday is his cheat day but just very funny that 
it was a week from hell and my face is not really in one piece but it's it's okay I you mean, look great I just oh my god you look great you look like nothing like, ever happened it, you're, it, you're a good it, healer it hurts. <laughs> it hurts Aww. to move my mouth and to talk. But um, I do have a bag of tricks. Um, there's not that much in it. But um, one thing that I wanted to get to last week, and I've been noticing there's a lot of doctors making dream products for me in particular, because I always love products that encompass more than one thing or skincare with sunblock or, uh-huh. you know, and, and that's why I love the Ilia sun yeah. serum, because it has you know, all the different things that I would been normally put on and layer before I would put my, my sunblock on. Right. And so there's a doctor, hold on, I have to open my bag of tricks. I have a whole bunch of things bag of tricks. for, um, well, and I, I wanted to bring some things for Frankie because Miss Frankie just had a birthday. So I oh, yeah, we had Frankie's birthday too. party the other night, too. Oh, yes, we need to. Oh, my God. Barb, this is so cute. Barb bought Frankie this huge pink Cadillac pool floaty, which is the coolest thing. It is huge, by the way. It's cute. by that Fun Boy company. They have yeah, really Yeah, Fun great Boy. Stuff. Really cute. And you could, you could like, that floaty, I think, could hold up to four people. Without it is massive. Doubt. But the cool thing about it is it has in the trunk of the, of the pink Cadillac, it's like an ice chest. So you can fill it up with ice and fill it up with drinks. And so, much so for fun. Frankie's birthday, that's what I did. I filled it up with white claws and ice. That's so great. And everybody went crazy. And I, I told everybody, you want a drink? Jump in the pool. So, <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, I mean, we have floating all bar. warm summer birthdays. So it's like I'm yeah. always getting pool things for the kids for their birthdays, too. And so cute. Frankie just fits right in there. Yeah. So there's this Dr. Zenovia. And this is another Instagram find. She has made two skincare lines. One is for acne skin and the other is for menopausal or perimenopausal oh. skin. Um, she's very specific right now to those two areas of, of her line. And she calls herself a hormonal dermatologist. Oh. So she her specialty is in hormones. And one yeah. of the things that I saw which caught my eye was she has a vitamin C brightening serum. It's a moisturizer with a very high concentration of vitamin C and it's SPF 30 and it's a a mineral sunblock. So it's really good if you were to get hormonal discoloration because it's for a lot of people, a lot of women and men, it's part of it. I mean, men don't go through menopause, but they'll do, they, they can get melasma. Oh, they do go through <laughs> menopause. <laughs> yeah, they do, but not hormonally. Um, and, and they have to go along with it with That's us. That's what I mean. They have to go along with the women. And they and, poor guys. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So this product, it does. I've looked at some of the I always check out the reviews before I buy something. And yeah. a lot of there were mostly I think it's got almost five stars, but there were a couple of people that balked at the fact that it does have a, a white zinc look, oh, but um. that only lasts a second. It is um, a very potent serum and you put it on. I just add a couple of uh, drops to like a tinted moisturizer to it to, to get rid of the white. 
Uh-huh. But it is so lovely. It so is so moisturizing. So this is just something you want to put on, like yeah. before your makeup, or uh, or instead of, or instead. I mean, of. Um, okay. you I, mix I, it with your you, moisturizer. yeah, if you add a, or if you add a couple of drops of foundation, or if you use the aisle. I mean, it's it's like you're like you said, it does so many things. Vitamin it's C, fantastic. brightening, moisturizing, and SPF thirty, and it feels so nice on your skin. It is lovely. Yeah. Um, if you have an acne situation going on, she has a whole line of, of products that are for acne, but also sunscreens for acne. Because, you know, what I said was for the next couple bags of tricks, I really want to think about what we do to our skin for the summer. And I don't want to wear a lot of makeup in the summer. Right. I don't want And, you know, if you have discoloration or hyperpigmentation or if you have acne you're not always feeling all that great about going out there naked with your skin but you don't exactly want to you know walk around with tons of makeup on either and her products really sort that out and she does have tinted products as well but um i want to say that the coverage and the treatment of this product is fantastic oh that's awesome recommend it and then also for people who are you know freaking out about the white film that zinc can give you or they don't like the way sunscreen feels and they don't like you know people honestly you need to have sunscreen everybody need i'm i'm like i'm i'm the worst about getting on people. I am on my kids every yes, day. I am uh-huh. on Miss Daniela every day. I am. I honestly, it is so important because no one yeah. should get skin cancer. I mean, there are cases of it where you can get it through sunscreen, but it's kind of one of those things where you can really prevent most of them. Yeah. Aside of the fact that wrinkles, ultimately, it's also about skin cancer. So there is this line of clear zinc sunscreens that oh, wow. I have found. She's the it's, thought of everything. Oh my God. It's by this company called Sunray, S-O-N-R-E-I, and I will post it on the website. They both have a non-nano milled zinc oxide, so it's clear, because usually when they pulverize zinc, it's still a powder and it's still white. This, they don't use the same technology to mill it. And it's got vitamin C, vitamin E, and ferulic acid. So it's the same thing like that famous SkinCeuticals product that every celebrity, every model raves about. And it's great stuff, the CE and ferulic acid. This has it combined with a clear zinc sunscreen. They have a tinted one and they have a clear one. And, you know, I was thinking too about people with tattoos because, you know, we spend all this money on getting these gorgeous tattoos and the sun is going to fade them right so you know if you're someone because i have had a lot of people that have tattoos say to me yeah but then when i put sunblock on you don't see my tattoos that dulls them or whatever this clear one it's completely clear yeah oh that's great and this is the clear one without tint so nice on your skin and it's for your face and your body it's non-comedogenic it's um, dermatologist. Oh, yeah. it's, like, um, it, it's almost like the consistency is like a Vaseline. And yeah. And what's really important to me yeah. is that it's reef safe because so many sunscreens destroy. Nope. No, it's not. Nice. So many sunscreens. Oh. And it's literally cruelty free, non-GMO, vegan, antioxidant enriched, UVA, UVB protection, hypoallergenic, reef friendly, 
It's okay for your face and your body, sensitive skin. It doesn't sting your eyes. It's fragrance-free, which is a huge thing for a lot of people, and paraben-free. So, And the tinted one is so pretty. Look at this one, Daniela. Oh, these are closed because I'm going to leave these with you because I have I bought tons of it. I love it because you don't want to destroy those new tattoos. Just a slight pretty tint, and it is so nice. Oh, yeah, that's really great. These are nice. This is, I wonder if you can use this one on your face. Yes, it's yeah. for your face. It's non-comedogenic. It's for scent. You could get it in your eyes. It doesn't sting. Oh, this is awesome. It has vitamin C, vitamin E. Yep. So you don't need any of your serums in the morning. You could use this head to toe. Yeah. You could put it on. It's it's approved for babe, like for six month old yeah. and up babe, children. That's great. Great stuff. So that was an amazing find. Another Instagram find. So another Instagram find. That is amazing. Yeah, it How is, cool is great stuff. Very cool. Well, thank you. All right. Well, I think yep. that does it for our um, episode of Honest AF. If there are products or subjects or anything you want us to chat about, hit us up on our socials. Honest AF Show is our Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, honestafshow.com is our website. Yep. And Channel. yeah. And until next time, take care. Thanks, Bye. everybody. We um, obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too. Yeah.